0: Welcome to Alter Your Comics Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Laura. And we are without Jared again. This time not because he's working late, but because the weather today has pretty well sucked. Mm-hmm. Oh, lots of snow, lots of sleet, lots of, ew, it's icky outside.
1: Yep, it was too darn cold.
0: Too darn cold, too darn slick. You do not want to rescue you. Has to drive like a half hour when he leaves here, so that's on good weather, let alone bad weather. How long that would take?
1: Yeah, and someone forgot to offer that he could have stayed in the Spider-Man room, but maybe next time we'll remember.
0: I doubt he would have taken, that, taken us up on that, but.
1: True, but he could have offered.
0: That's true, I could have. But anyway, we'll move on without him um, today. Hopefully
1: did he, he happen to say his picks of the week or anything?
0: Uh, Nope, he didn't pick, he didn't tell me his main for the category, nor did he have anything read yet when he picked stuff up, so. Okay. It is what it is. So is. You'll
1: have to ask him in person when you all see him.
0: Yeah, ask him, come in. Every other Saturday, or come in every Saturday, and you're more likely to run into him eventually. Mm-hmm. But he only works every other Saturday at the store, so I don't think we should—I'm not going to mention go to his real job, because I don't necessarily know the address, and I doubt they want random people walking in for that.
1: Yeah, I think with COVID, they are kind of locked down right now.
0: Yeah. So, long story short is, Jared will be here next week unless something else changes, and yep. we'll figure it out.
1: We miss you, Jared.
0: Um, so, with that, we will talk about this week's theme— um, it is the first week of February, so that means this is Black History Month. So we decided, hey, what are some of our favorite Black characters? Um, so, yeah, I have two. I don't know. Do you have two?
1: Yeah, I, I just did two.
0: Okay, cool. I guess I have two and then a bunch of honorable mentions that uh, I, I could mention I thought about
1: later. doing honorable mentions, but I wasn't sure.
0: Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But do you want to go first or let me go first?
1: I have no preference.
0: All right, well, in that case, I'll go first. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, the first one on my list is a relatively new character. It is Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart. Her fr- first appearance was back in 2016, so long ago, where she ended up, she was in the comic books before Tony Stark died slash disappeared, but she mainly took over as Ironheart um, once Tony was dead, and he, she had her own armor, Jarvis, which was the consciousness of Tony Stark, which I don't know how I feel about that. With I think she's like 15 years old, either 15 or 17. Like, oh, and then she has Tony Stark's brain telling her what to do. That seems bad, knowing Tony Stark.
1: Yeah, that's where Spider-Man's going, so we'll see how this goes for her. Yeah. Well, I guess we've already seen it going. Yeah. Has she been consistently her own comic since 2016, or is she kind of uh, well,
0: going on? She was, in, she was the main character of the Iron Man story when she first appeared, and... Took over for that little while, but then once they brought Tony back from the dead, then they gave her own series. The uh, I think it's Invincible Ironheart, and then she's I think she still has no, I don't think she has a current series by herself. But she is in the Champions. They shuffled her with that, which is a bunch of Kid Avengers that aren't the Avengers. That's kind of their stick, like oh, we're not the Avengers. We're better than the Avengers. We're what the Avengers should be, but they aren't because they're old people and they're whatever. Like I don't know,
1: out of touch with. The young hip kids yeah
0: something like that but she's a what you would think as a female iron man where she's super smart she's has her own armor set and i think she she's a college student but i don't remember where she some ivy league school i want to say
1: even though she's really young she got into it early is that what's going yep. on okay just checking
0: i want to say mit but i'm not positive but yeah she she made her own armor because she wanted to and she had the know-how and the ability, apparently, to make a Mark One, and then ended up getting officially sponsored by Tony Stark and Stark Tech and all that fun stuff where she had her own high-tech one. I don't know how that works now with the whole outlawed thing that's going on, but...
1: Yeah, I thought with um, Shoot the Champions that Kamala was still like out of the picture for a little bit. I haven't read Champions in a while, I'm not going to lie. I I was buying it for a while. I'm not even sure if it's still happening. I don't know if we're still subscribed. I
0: think it is happening. I don't think we're subscribed, though.
1: Yeah, come to think of it, it should have been in our stack at some point, so I must have fallen off the wagon. Oops. Yeah, I guess, cautionary tale to all y'all out there, because they renumber comics so often and reset all these things, keep an eye on your pull list, because you can have it fall off and not even realize for a long time.
0: Exhibit A, Champions.
1: Yeah, and check your previews, catalog.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, they're doing some weird stuff right now, some cool stuff with the whole, it's kind of like Civil War, but with minors now. Yeah. Where you have to be, if you're under certain and you have to have a sponsor, hero, but even then, all the good ones, I think they even said, oh, all the good ones are taken already. Like, it's not really fair for all of them.
1: I feel like someone said that directly to Spider-Man's face at some yeah, point. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. <laughs>
0: But yeah, like I said, going back to the theme though, Riri Sorry. is a cool character that she is not Iron Man, even though she was in the Iron Man book as the only superhero for a little while, which is stupid annoying. Like They should just rename the book, but I guess they're just trying to like, oh, we'll capitalize on the sales of naming it Iron Man, even though she's not actually Iron Man at all. But
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one of my biggest problems with all the legacy heroes too. Like they're just stealing names and then going off on their own thing it's like you you have a good concept i wish you could make it on your own i wish you could stand up without stealing someone's name
0: but at least she did have her own name her own superhero name that she didn't she didn't say iron woman or anything it was full-on iron heart so at least its own name from that standpoint so yeah that's my first pick
1: okay guess i should go on to mine i picked the first person who came to my mind was joseph robbie robertson from spider-man obviously i had to be a spider-man character right right um He first appeared in the comics in Amazing Spider-Man number 51. He's always been an editor at the Daily Bugle. And I always liked how he was calm and collected and thinks things through. And like almost the exact opposite of J. Jonah Jameson. He's definitely balances him out. And he's usually pretty kind to Peter. I always saw him as like a little bit of a father figure. And let's see, what other notes do I have in here? Oh, it's also been interesting. Maybe one reason I see Uh, Robbie as a bit of a father figures because his son Randy is about Peter's age and they've actually been roommates I think they're currently technically roommates I think so yeah Yeah.
0: along with um, who's the villain Boomerang Uh, Boomerang is their other I forget his real
1: name but yeah Boomerang Randy and Peter Parker I think live together right now yeah because he hasn't moved in with MJ or anything you you haven't seen much of Peter's home life right now because they've been doing this last remains for like ever
0: yeah it's been a while
1: And in the comics, uh, Robbie also has a history with Tombstone, Lonnie Lincoln. In the comics, they're just classmates, and Lonnie was sort of just a bully to, to Robbie. But in the cartoon, I thought it was interesting that they were more like friends. Like, I guess he was still kind of a bully to him, but they seemed a lot closer in the cartoon than in the comics. Well, from what I read about the comics. I didn't physically read these comics. But I wanted to. I, I went and looked through my stuff, but I don't have reprints of these early ones. But yeah, in a nutshell, Joseph Robbie Robertson's a good character to pick and know a little bit about and a good representation of a good human being.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, and just, I do like the, like the dual parental figures that J. Jonah and Robbie are to Peter. like, oh, here's the bad dad, here's the good dad, mm-hmm. or the good side of the personality. And Yeah, I think, like you said, I think it does bring good balance to... Peter's work life.
1: Oh, I forgot to mention that there's talk that maybe he even realizes that Peter is Spider Man, but it's never said out loud. So I think that's an interesting side note too that maybe he knows and like he could be a confidant way better than J. Jonah Jameson, but
0: Or maybe he's just a good guy in general and it's like mm-hmm. Alright, we're we're here to report the news, not theory and speculation, so it's Jonah always does like, oh wild theories and everything. Like, no, no, we're here for actual news, not mm-hmm. What you're saying is news, which is not actually news. Fake news. Fake news. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So I'll go to my second character. Um, that is the Falcon, a.k.a. Sam Thomas Wilson, um, a.k.a. Sam Wilson. One thing that's interesting about him was he, I believe he was the first Marvel hero, at least. That was black, that did not have black in the name.
1: Oh, yeah, that used to really kind of freak me out at first. I was like, did they mean to do that? Like, is it just a irony? Like, why? Why is this happening? Well, I mean, it makes,
0: for me, it always kind of bugged me. Like, oh, Black Panther. Well, Panthers are black. Why, mm-hmm. why double dip there, I guess? Like, Yeah. The, for example, like the uh, Carolina Panthers, they're just the Panthers, not Black Panthers. <laughs> but I don't know. It was just always weird to me whenever they did that, but... Yeah, he's the first one that was like I said, first black guy black hero that was not having black in the name. Uh, he first appeared in 1969, so it, he's been around for a while. Um, he was uh Captain America's sidekick for a while when he, when Cap first got thought out basically, he's like, "Oh, Sam's the, his buddy. His Sam is the new Bucky because Captain America needs to have a sidekick." So, was, they did a bunch of like Captain America Falcon books and just general Captain America books that Falcon was in. Um, And he's been such a pivotal character for Captain America. The second time that Cap put down the shield, first time, well, second real time that Steve was dead or incapacitated in one shape or form. First time when recently was when Bucky took over the mantle as Captain America, then Steve came back, and then Steve, I think, got got depowered, so Falcon took over as Captain America, and he dropped the name Falcon, took just the name Captain America, had a weird, cool hybrid suit of Captain America and Falcon because he could still fly. And that's a pretty good advantage over the enemy is if you can fly. So he kept his wings and was all red, white, and blue and stuck around. The only thing that was weird for me is once he began Captain America, he didn't really talk to his Falcon that he has bird talked with. I was like, oh, he just ditched the bird. Like, oh, I'm Captain America now.
1: Yeah, that does sound sad. Birds need attention. Like, they get really messed up when you do that stuff to them.
0: At that point, the bird should have been Bucky or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I I think he was, the bird was around a little bit, but not as much. But uh, the main book was about Falcon, Sam Wilson. And it was really cool to see the different dynamics of, oh, he's not my Captain America. Like when people <laughs> are talking about, oh, not my president because he's a black guy. They're like, oh, no, we're, he should be a white guy. Like always not knowing the very first Captain America was a black guy before Steve Rogers. But that's neither here nor there. That's, yeah. that's been retconned.
1: Okay, I was going to say, I didn't remember that, but it, it sounds like it could easily be a thing.
0: Yep, the first, the retconned first Captain America was a black guy that was, got, had the super soldier serum experimentation on him. And if you read the runaway, or not Runaways, if you read the Young Avengers, the character that looks like Captain America is the grandson of the first original Captain America, which is a black guy. So, fun little, I don't know the name, I'm terrible at that, but. Interesting. Yeah, so. Of the two people that carried the shield more or less after Steve was incapacitated, I'll put, uh, there was Bucky, which was James Buchanan Barnes, or Sam Wilson, the Falcon. And now we have the upcoming TV series on Disney+. Plus. I believe it's Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think they're going to try to figure out who's going to have the shield now on the show. I'm not sure, but...
1: They should pass it back and forth. It is a Frisbee.
0: They could, Possibly. Whoever drops it, it like Game Pong, whoever drops it first loses. Maybe. But we'll see how it goes after WandaVision is done. But yeah, so that's my second character was Falcon, a.k.a. Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Captain America at one point or another.
1: Forget, did we talk about him in replacements last week? I don't think we did. Okay.
0: He was also a replacement of Captain America.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, My second pick actually isn't a fictional character, although he sort of fictionalized himself a little bit. I guess it was more like an autobiography. Biography: John Lewis, who was our, I guess not real, sort of our as a collective country, our representative for Georgia and the the House of Representatives for the the government. Um, he was born in nineteen forty, and he actually died last year, about July seventeenth of twenty twenty. He got halfway through the century of twenty twenty and was like, <laughs> "I'm done. You guys are on your own." But I thought of him because he also wrote a couple, I guess three. Books called March. There's, like I said, one, two, and three. It's a simple name. (laughs) is March,
0: book one, March, book two, and March, book three.
1: Yeah. Yeah, at first I was kind of upset because I didn't realize there were three books. So I got done with March, and he actually didn't get to – it's named after the March from Selma to Montgomery and the Bloody Sunday – historical event and all the civil rights movement involving that. But I got done and they hadn't marched yet. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I realized, oh, there's two more books. Okay. They're, they're drawing this out. But I mean, it's a good story and it was interesting. And it like, it started a bit with his childhood and gave a lot of backstory, like how he actually originally wanted to be a pastor and he lived on a farm and he actually would give eulogies for the animals that died on the farm. And he was sort of the the moral center for all the kids out there. And yeah, the the book that I read goes on to talk about, like I said, the civil rights movement, Bloody Sunday, and a, a cute fact, I don't know, a sad fact, I should say, an interesting fact. Because he was in so many protests and he was arrested so many times and he was in these large groups like the Fellowship of Reconciliation, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, and the Freedom Riders, So whenever he get arrested with these big groups, then they go to court and they'd say, Oh, we're fining you this amount or you have to go to jail for so many days. It'd usually be like thirty or sixty days. But because there were so many of them and they'd refuse to pay the fine, so they'd go to jail, but they would overwhelm the system. So they'd get out in like three or four days after the people in charge of the jail were like, We can't handle this many people. (laughs) It's like
0: a bottleneck effect. Yeah. Too many people, so like, well, we'll just shut down.
1: Yeah. They're like, Yeah, This isn't a real offense like I I don't quite understand and I I need to finish reading the books obviously how they even got charged with the issues to begin with because the one said it was because they were testing the new Civil Rights Act to see if they would enforce it and technically they were following the law but they still got arrested for it. It's like that's not how law works.
0: Yeah but that's how racism works.
1: Yep yep definitely a lot of racism in these books like it was a little painful to read the first one because people were like spitting at him and. Fighting him, and it's called Bloody Sunday because he gets his head knocked open. Like it's it's cruel and it's terrible, but that's why he he went through it to make it better for us now. So that's the point.
0: There we go. Um, I want to do some quick fire, just honorable, honorable, honorable mentions of mm-hmm. other famous black characters that are cool. Uh, Storm from the X Men. Mm-hmm. Oraro, I think is her name. Or, 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 or I'm not sure if the correct. Oraro, I think, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, that sounds close enough. Um, I want to say Aurora, but that's no, the Disney yeah. princess.
0: Uh, Black Panther, of course. We have. Oh, shoot. I just had a whole bunch. But no. oh, Luke Cage, aka Power Man, part of oh. Power Man, Iron Fist, and then the Defenders. Miles Morales, Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was I'm almost terrible. expecting you to say him, but.
1: I think we did that last year, though. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I'm not I- sure. I either. keep
1: meaning to go back through now that we're at almost. I think we're definitely at a year's worth of podcasts, aren't we?
0: I mean, we took off some time because of COVID, but...
1: But I remember we did Couples, and I couldn't remember... Oh, wait, that was for Sweetest Day. That was not for Valentine's Day. Okay, sorry. I confused the fake holidays. Because we
0: did start in January last year with Mark, and then we got shut down. So then we came back without Mark, so...
1: Okay. But yeah, I still need to go back and double-check what I've already picked as people to talk (laughs) about before. And I, I try to... I'm trying to branch out because I figure all you folks out there are tired of listening <laughs> to me talk about Spider-Man too much.
0: But there's also Spawn, is a black character. Blade. Oh, I
1: forgot about him. Yeah, Blade. I was trying to like double check that I wasn't just thinking, oh, Wesley Snipes is black, so that makes Blade black. Like that's part of it, <laughs> but not all of it. You know? Yeah. But um, his history.
0: And oh. they'll they'll be coming out with a new thing with Disney with him too with um, Blade. They're supposed to be having a new. I think movie might be a tv series on disney plus i'm not sure but i know they announced it either last year or two years ago that hey we're making blade and it was the guy that played cotton in the luke cage series on netflix is going to be playing I'm as blade
1: i'm not sure how i feel about that i like that guy but he yeah. doesn't strike me as a blade
0: i'll but. judge it when i see it i'm not i'm gonna reserve judgment until i see the movie yeah. or show or whatever they're doing with it yeah those are some of them that i can think of do you have any last minute ones that you can think of before we move on
1: Nope, I don't want to risk it. All right. I was scared to say Blade, so. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, so those are, that's our main category for the week. Now we'll move on to our comic books of the week. These are our favorite comic books that came out the week of February 3rd, 2021. Do you want to go first this time, first last time?
1: Sure. Are we doing our top now or runners-up
0: first? Uh, I like to do honorable mention, then the main one.
1: Okay. I think I'm going to do... Two small honorable mentions. I enjoyed like I'm all about the King and Black uh, crossover stuff right now. So sorry, folks, that everything is King and Black. But everything really is King and Black. That was like there's half a, of our stack. Right there's
0: now. a lot of King and <laughs> Black. Just like either, everything is a King and Black or Future State. Then there's some independent stuff in between. But that's mostly what's coming out right now.
1: Yeah, there were like 21 comics this week, and I think six of them were King and Black. Two of them were Future State too.
0: Yeah. So like, give or take one. <laughs> that, that's a good... Overall, that just was uh, a good controlling majority.
1: Yep. Yeah, so Gwenham versus Carnage was a quick, a fast hitter, I guess. It was really just a chick fight. Um,
0: this is issue two, correct? Uh,
1: yeah, sorry. I forgot that part. But it's sort of a battle between mary jane from the mary janes in oh i forget the other world is it earth 65 i think is what gwen was right. from? mary jane kind of hitched a ride and followed gwen into earth 616 and got taken over by the carnage symbiote like immediately and all of her like latent aggression and you know how girls can just be a little jealous of each other and all that like everything's coming out like how Gwen doesn't always show up to the practices for the Mary Jane's Band and all that stuff and that she was hiding her secret identity for so long and just all these little things that you keep control of when you're being a good friend. But when you're hijacked by a symbiote, you're not so great anymore and your, your tongue gets a little loose, pardon the pun. Oh. And so it's a lot of background of that going on. And Null meets Gwen and is like, hey, you are not under my control. Your symbiote's different. What's up with this? And that was a cute little...
0: Sidebar: Gwen's symbiote isn't really a symbiote. Like,
1: I'm confused. Like,
0: it's a whole bunch of spiders, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I did not realize it was a whole bunch of spiders until this issue.
0: Which Um, I need to go back and
1: read the other ones. I'm still way behind. I I put them in a drawer next to the couch, and I kind of forgot to open that drawer again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, admittedly, I kind of want to know, but at the same point, that's a lot to read. We'll get there someday
1: when you go out for your surgery. You can catch up on Gwen
0: amongst other things.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so oh, that ended up being a lot longer than I thought it'd be. For my notes are literally chick fight, and that's (laughs) then I went off on this whole tangent. But then another quick, uh, hopefully, honorable mention: Venom thirty three. What I really liked about this one is it starts out Spider Man's like giving the pep talk to Dylan and saying, oh. I know you're going through a lot right now, we think that you're our last hope, but we'll understand if you don't really want to be the last hope, because you're a kid who's going through a big trauma right now, and you're allowed to have your feelings and all this stuff. And he kept making all these references that made me think of songs, and this was a very soundtrack issue. I was like, oh, it's Herman's Hermits, it's the end of the world, oh, it's Chumbawamba, I get knocked down again, but I get up. Oh, and... Almost a spoiler. I'll try to say it in not a spoilery way, but towards the end of this issue, there's a really big full panel, and it's a dragonized version of one of the characters, and it is so cool. I hope that they make it like a statue or something. That it's, does look pretty cool. It would be an awesome dragon statue with this character's theme. So get this issue so you can see the dragon. I want them to make it into a statue.
0: Dragons are cool. Dragon symbiotes are cooler.
1: Yep, Trogdor
0: is the best. And Trogdor is the coolest. Alright, so with that, I'll go to my honorable mention this week, which is Hellblazer Rise and Fall, issue 3 of 3, written by Tom Taylor, um, what, possibly my favorite writer of this generation. This is an oversized book, where it is the DC Black Label, it is the magazine, sci- magazine size format. Um, that still annoys me, but the book is so good <laughs> that I'm willing to overlook it. Like, uh, It's annoying size, but it's so cool
1: we'll find another place for it
0: we'll find a place for it um but this concludes the story of hellblazer when he was or when john constantine was a child uh he tried to summon a demon to impress his friends and bad stuff happened out of it and this uh does not end well with a lot of people that are friends with constantine which seems to be his shtick like does he
1: really have friends (laughs)
0: <laughs> he has people he uses, I'll put it that way, okay. where some of the assets that he uses, uh, they reach an unfortunate end, but while others still survived. So, like, he didn't kill all of his friends, at least.
1: <laughs> he didn't kill the devil?
0: No. Um, <laughs> there is a weird scene in here with the devil, with him.
1: Worse than the last weird scene with the devil?
0: Uh, six like- one, half a dozen <laughs> the other. But, yeah. It is, like I said, I'm usually not a huge fan of Constantine Hellblazer stuff, but this was written so well, and it's only three issues. I really like how it's digestible, it's mild and concise.
1: Oh, I didn't realize this was the last one, yep. so I definitely need to read that. I was thinking, oh, I might wait, but no point. Yeah, in. this is
0: the final one. Yeah. I imagine it'll be collected in volume really soon. Normally, I like try to have picks that are issue one, but like, well, this is the final one, so okay. people should get the trade when it comes out. And it's, like I said, it's so good. You should check it out. Even if you're not a fan of Constantine, if you like Injustice Gods Among Us or um, Deceased, it's the same writer. If you like that stuff, you like this as well.
1: Yeah. I've enjoyed it a lot, too. Or if you
0: like this, then you like those other ones as well, probably.
1: Yep. Transitive Properties. Yep.
0: All right. So, what is your pick of the week?
1: Ironically, I didn't even finish this one yet, but it's really drawn me in. Black Knight number one from the King and Black crossovers. I I don't really know the Black Knight's deal. He kind of is reminding me of Deadpool a little bit. He's a little, like, self-deprecating and sounds odd, and he's got all this old-timey stuff going on and a bunch of references to, like, the Knights of the Round Table, because I assume that he's been around for centuries.
0: I believe he was part of Marvel UK back when they had different publications of United States and... Not Canadian, cheese. United States and (laughs) British Marvel.
1: Okay. Yeah, I get the impression... And this is crossed over from Symbiote Spider-Man, where I think they found his ebony blade. And I think that that's supposed to be an Achilles heel to Null. And I'm hoping we find out more in this issue. But I I got about halfway through when Alex came home and I was like, oh, it's time to do the podcast. So I put it down. But probably tomorrow. I want to say after this, I'll start reading again. But no, after this, I'm going to bed. And but I am excited to finish this off and figure out where they are going with it.
0: So, so, yeah, that's Black Knight number one. It is a King of Black Tie-in. I don't know if the entire series is King of Black or if it's just the first couple issues. I know some stories I've looked up like, oh, it's King of Black Tie-in, first you one, Then issue two and whatever is just their own. So, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that there were going to be more.
0: But We'll find out maybe. Or we won't. If it's one shot, then we won't <laughs> find out anything else.
1: Check your previews again. Exactly.
0: All right. With that, I'll move on to my pick of the week, which is Avengers Mech Strike number one. In short, this is a book where the members of the Avengers, they get giant mech suits. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, for me, I wouldn't say this is the best Avengers book ever, but it was better <laughs> than it had any right to be. This is kind of yeah. why it's my pick of the week. Like, it should not be as good as it was. They're fighting this weird techno monster thing or whatever.
1: Biomechanoid. Yeah. That's the fancy
0: word. And they're fighting it. They can't. Find any way to defeat it because if they feed it energy, it gets stronger. If they feed it with material, it gets stronger. It's just like destroying stuff just for the sake of destroying it and absorbing it, and becoming a giant, a bigger and bigger monster. But then uh, Black Panther finds a weakness with it and decides, "Hey, we'll use that weakness by making giant mech suits, mm-hmm. and we'll fight the more fight more of them as they appear." And this is only, I believe, a five issue miniseries. I don't know if it's in main continuity or not. It seemed like it was since it had Avengers Outpost up and. The Arctic Circle, but I don't know. Um, but it's kind of weird and kind of cool just to see a mech suit of Spider Man and Captain America, and like the Spider Man one really confuses me. Like, how are they? Gonna, is he gonna do web swinging still, or is he just gonna fly? Like, I
1: yeah, I remember he was upset when they gave him the bracelet, and he's like, "I already have stuff on my wrist. So I, I don't need your stuff."
0: To right? Me. Like, because <laughs> they like everything. It's a bracelet thing that goes on your wrist that synchronizes with your body and mine and everything and that's how you control a suit so it feels like you're just walking around as yourself i don't know it's weird but like i said it is better than what it should have been
1: i wasn't sure were the people inside the suits too or are they just controlling them from afar
0: i believe they're actually inside of it itself okay um because it shows uh iron man inside of it it looks like which his is kind of lame it looks like a hulk buster suit for him like yeah he already had his own mech suit, but everyone else for sure, I guess. Um, I guess the one cool thing with it, too, is the Hulk has one, but it's piloted by Banner, so he's actually in control of it. So that's a good thing for him. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah. Avengers, mech strike number one, better than it should have been.
1: And I like the line, Captain America yells out, get the Hulk out of here. And I was like, ooh, Hulk sounds like a curse word when you say it like <laughs> that. And it is a four-letter word.
0: It, Hulk is a four-letter word. Mm-hmm. Alright, do you have any last minute things you wanna move on or mention before we move on to our heroes of the week?
1: Sure, why not? Um, another book that I'd forgotten I ordered this week is Cooking with Deadpool. And I'm kind of excited to look through this and find some good recipes for chimichangas and whatnot. So I'd like to recommend people look into cooking with Deadpool.
0: And possibly passing it on to your nephew.
1: Oh yeah, probably. I'm I'm sure that's why I bought it.
0: Surprise, but, Ethan. But since we haven't, might as well use it ourselves.
1: Yeah, we'll at least flip through
0: it first. All right, so we'll move on to our favorite section, segment, the final segment of Heroes of the Week, comic book or otherwise. So who is your Hero of the Week, comic book character or otherwise?
1: You're going to put me on the spot, aren't you? Sure, yeah. Trying to think of yours at the same time? I don't know. I'm not admitting (laughs) anything. I actually did decide this earlier. At the risk of sounding like a total kiss butt, I'm going to say my hero of the week is Kathy, who I work with at work. Work, working, working, working with. Um, I had a refresher day this week, and it reminded me how she is a really good teacher. Like, she was patient with me. We still divided the workload a little bit, because sometimes that's what you do on a refresher day. Because she's like, you know how to do this, you know how to do that. I'll take care of this. You focus on the things that you're not good at. That's what a refresher's for. And she went over things I hadn't seen before that they'd made little changes on like she's really good at remembering when changes happened and if you've been refreshed since then to know what you need to learn and that's very important in a person who's training you
0: a good teacher is a good teacher
1: yeah yeah sorry that came out all backwards and she kind of had my back today when one of my supervisors thought I called him Dr. Dick instead of Dr. Nick so (laughs) <laughs> she got that straightened out
0: yeah definitely want to be careful through your pronunciation with that one a little bit where someone could hear the wrong thing
1: it's tough in a mask he shouldn't have come in and said what did he say hi everybody and i just i couldn't even stop myself from going hi dr nick
0: <laughs> it's kind of like when i met with my surgeon this week he's like uh he was talking about Everything that's going to happen, he's like, oh, we'll put you in a general anesthesia. And I instantly, without thinking about it, just saluted, like, oh, general anesthesia. And he didn't acknowledge <laughs> it or anything. He just moved on. I was like, I wonder if he actually got the reference or just was so <laughs> thrown off by it, didn't know what to expect. I'm not sure. Um, but with that, I'll move on to my hero of the week. See, the problem is I don't remember his name. <laughs> um, it, Okay, there I found it. It is Gary in this week's Hellblazer Rise and Fall number three, where he's... Uh, Constantine's friend's... He's John Constantine's friend's dead partner. That is a ghost that's helping Constantine, like, figure out the case and everything. So he's been following around and helping and...
1: Oh, yeah, that guy. The
0: only one that can interact with him, like, we can see, is either Constantine or the devil. So it's like. Oh, okay. And at one point in this issue, uh, towards the end, so slight spoiler alert, but it doesn't really matter to the story, Um, they find another ghost of a dead girl that's like sad and like sitting on the side of the, f- like by a fountain where, where she died, like just crying constantly. And he's like, Hey, go help her. Tell her everything will be okay. Like escort her to the beyond. So he does that. He get like, he consoles another ghost and they both move on past this realm, I guess. And it was just like, Oh, that's really cool that he's moving on and he's helping her move on at the same time. And they're like helping each other get over the fact that they're dead and sadness and stuff.
1: He saved Moaning Myrtle.
0: Something like that, yeah. <laughs> so that is my hero of the week. That was your hero of the week, Jared. Who's your hero of the week? Good one. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, so thank you for listening, everybody. We will be. We plan on being back next week, hopefully with with one hundred percent more Jared. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see how the weather goes.
1: Or we'll see if we can, like, teleconference him in or something if we plan it out. Yeah, we'll
0: see what happens. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody, and you will see us in your feed next time.
1: Yep, take care.